I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is Sports Overnight America. I'm Lou Landers, joined by co-host Ron McLeese. And Ron, I want to talk about the biggest surprises in the NFL from Week 4. For me, it's the Jets pulling off a win against the Steelers. I think a lot of people underestimating the New York Jets this season. They're not a playoff team or anything, but they are certainly much better than they have been in the past. I really believe in some of these nice playmakers they added in the draft with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. Glad to see Zach Wilson back under center. And uh, still have some solid veterans around there. Brought in some tight end help with Conklin and Uzama as well. So definitely looking like a much more complete team than they've been in quite some time. Most definitely the influx of, of youth and, and that young talent that you alluded to. I mean, Conklin being the kind of the only exception to the rule there. Um, I'm looking at Elijah Moore, too. I mean, that's one name you did bring up. Elijah Moore, I think he's going to come on. Um, there was a good connection there last year with those two. So, um, yeah, this is a the big surprise, I think, that uh, with Zach Wilson having such a bad preseason and then having the injury, I think a lot of people were down on him, didn't expect him uh, to do much of anything. So, yeah, anytime you can come out there in your first start of the season coming off an injury and, and engineer a victory for your team, uh, that, that says a lot. But, again, yeah, yeah the uh, the influx of youth and talent there. Uh, Brees Hall going to be a great running back for a long time in the future. Uh, going to be fun to watch. And uh, Michael Carter uh, plays a good role there, too, in the backfield. So, yeah, I mean, they have the pieces. Uh, I think the defense, obviously, um, if that defense can step up, meaning they could be a little bit more uh, balanced team. But yeah, I mean, this was a big surprise, and I, and I think that uh, I was I was as shocked as anybody there, Lou. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Steelers certainly without T.J. Watt, not the same defense, and they're obviously you know going through quarterback troubles and issues and changes of their own. But certainly, we're used to seeing the Steelers beat up on the Jets year after year after year. So definitely came as a surprise to me for sure. This is sports. Overnight America, Lou Landers with Ron McLeese. We'll be back talking some player versus player props for week five in the NFL. These have been fun so far this season, so stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages.
This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is strawberry shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool, stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So go ahead, quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive. Which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because... You know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Are you looking for solutions for health and wellness at home? Please visit antiagingbed.com. They are on a mission to use proven technology to provide you with healthy solutions to many conditions that affect all of us physically and mentally. Use promo code wellness for your discount. Antiagingbed.com technology proven to help you feel your best. Use promo code wellness, antiagingbed.com. Feel your best. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. This week, Crayola 24-count crayons, Staples comp books, and two-pocket poly folders are each just 50 cents. Get everything on your list at amazing prices. This year, go forward to school with Staples. Shop in-store, online, or buy online and pick up in-store. Ends 910, limit 30. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Welcome back to Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers with Ron McLeese talking player first player props for week five in the NFL. Ron, we'll start with the more passing yards props. We'll start with the Cowboys and the Rams game. Cooper Rush versus Matthew Stafford. Rams really underachieving right now. Well, the Cowboys are playing quite well. And although I think the Cowboys could actually pull off this upset, I do think Stafford going to throw for more yards than Cooper Rush. I think the Cowboys are going to rush for more yards. I think they'll force more turnovers, but Stafford is going to throw the ball more and therefore get more yards. And of course, that Stafford to Cup connection as good as ever. And Cup on his own could probably receive more yards than Cooper Rush might throw for in this game. 
Yeah, I mean, at this point, would it be crazy to take Rush over Matthew Stafford, who's obviously struggling right now? Might still be a little crazy. As much as I want to take Rush in this matchup, I'm going to stick with Stafford because I do think that there's going to come a point one week, and it could be this week, where we see the real Matt Stafford out there and actually um, has that breakout kind of explosion type of a performance and again this is kind of the script where i think that uh it could turn into that very quickly um i mean it's a pretty good defense cowboys defense is good that pass rush is excellent um so it might not be the week for it but again the cowboys could pull off an upset and they could be the better team in this game and that doesn't mean stafford's not going to throw for more yards I also think a lot of it, you know, the running game's not really helping him either. And, you know, I'm not. No, they have one of the worst rushing attacks in the NFL right now, the Rams. It's been pretty putrid. I mean, honestly, like, in having the running backs they have with Cam Akers and and, uh, Henderson, who's very, you know, viable option for them, filled in great last year. I I just, I don't get it. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure at some point they'll rank chip, and it could be this week. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with Stafford here and. Um, hopefully uh, he makes us look smart. Yeah, I would think so. Some more total yards. New York Giants, Green Bay Packers, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones. Jones, obviously a big part of this Packers offense, and is an amazing player, but Barkley basically is the Giants offense, Ron. Daniel Jones simply is not good. The Giants pass catchers aren't good. It's all Saquon, so I just think he's going to outpace Jones overall in yards. Um even though their touches might be fairly similar. There's A.J. Dillon, there's Tanyan, there's Dubes, there's Cobb, there's Watson, there's Lazard. There's a lot of options in this Packers offense. There's none in the Giants offense. Give me Saquon. That's the thing. You have a star power type player on one side who's pretty much just the guy versus the Packers and, and all those pieces that you mentioned that they have. and It's kind of like spin the bottle every week and kind of Who's going to be the guy that has the big breakout uh, game for the Packers? I mean, last year, or excuse me, last week, Tanya seemed like he was that guy. So as far as Jones goes, I think it's and it also comes in, comes into play as kind of a game script type of a thing here in this matchup. One would think that they can handle the Giants at home um, in this matchup, and that they it's not at home though. Keep of, in mind, remember it's in London. That almost fooled me London, too. That almost fooled pond. me too. Okay. Yeah, got me there. Um, Having said that, yeah, I think, again, this is – you never know with the London games. They, they could go either way. Um, that's what makes them interesting. Having said that, I'm going to stick with Barkley here too. I think, again, he's just that dual-threat type of running back that's going to be involved in the passing game. He's going to get plenty of carries and no no competition there really in the backfield to speak of, whereas Jones versus Dylan, it's going to be 60-40, closer to 50-50 between those two guys. Yeah, I'm with you there. Another running back prop. Uh, Steelers, Bills, Harris versus Singletary. And at first I thought Harris would be my choice, but then I really looked at this and going to get a rookie quarterback here for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're going to have um, 
Harris going up against the Bills, who are the number one defense in terms of um, yards allowed this season. They are number two or three against the run or two or three against the pass as well. So, I mean, it's going to be tough sledding for the Steelers overall. And then you also got to figure it's going to be a blowout probably for the Bills. So Singletary's going to see a lot of work in the second half. And he's utilized a lot more in the passing game than people realize. So I'll take Devin Singletary. Yeah, Singletary's that type of running back that, again, I think he's very underrated. Uh, you know, they do obviously have Zach Moss, who had a great preseason, kind of carried that over into the beginning of the regular season. So uh, he's kind of a nice change of pace option there. But as far as the carries and the totes, I mean, when the game's on the line, Singletary's the guy. I mean, he's got to definitely protect the football a little bit better than we've seen so far this season. Uh, but having said that, I'm actually going to go against the grain here, Lou, with your call, because I just feel that Kenny Pickett is a rookie. Yes, he did throw three interceptions, two or three last week. Yes, check those boxes off. But I think that uh, there's a little bit of butterflies for him. I think this is a matchup where overall I, I just feel like Harris is going to have to be heavily involved in for them to, to, to stay with the Bills, which you know is asking a lot here um, after the performance last week. Um, and the first start for Kenny Pickett of his career, they're going to have to have a heavy dose of Najee Harris early and often and involve him in the passing game, short dump-offs uh, from Kenny Pickett. That That's kind of the rookie's MO, you know, the rookie quarterback. You want to have that uh, check, check down option available, and I think Harris is that guy. So as much as I like Singletary, I just feel like Harris is going to be a focal point for them and, and also – yeah, one George Pickens, I'm sure, will be involved too. Yep, fair enough. Over to more receptions. We got the Eagles and the Cardinals, AJ Brown versus Hollywood Brown, the Battle of the Browns. And AJ Brown, definitely the better of the two players. There's no question about that. But the Eagles have been so good this season. They could be out in front of this game. And that's going to lead to Kyler Murray having to take over this game, which is basically every Arizona Cardinals game that's ever been played since Murray was drafted. And when that happens, Hollywood Brown sees a ton of targets. He's going to have more opportunity than A.J. Brown will because, let's face it, the Eagles have a lot more weapons offensively than the Cardinals do. And uh, if the Eagles are in the lead, they're not going to have to rely on A.J. Brown the way that the Cardinals are going to have to rely on Hollywood. So I think Hollywood will get more receptions. What can Brown do for you, Lou? Well, I'll put it this way. Uh, these are both nice Brown options here with A.J. and Hollywood. I'm definitely uh, more of a Hollywood type of guy here. Just just given the facts that you've just already stated to our listeners there, which is, you know, pretty much straightforward. I mean, until DeAndre Nuke Hopkins is back in, in, in the fold here for Kyler Murray, it's going to be the Hollywood show in Arizona and for the foreseeable future. So as far as A.J. Brown, yeah, he's a great option. He's a great big play receiver for them. Um, but again, the focal point for the Eagles has been a lot of Miles Sanders. Uh, he's been heavily involved, too, in the running game. We had a, his biggest uh, running game last, rushing game output last week. And then also to your point with Devonta Smith, this guy is, uh, you know, defensive schemed, double cover, bracket cover, A.J. Brown. Well, that just opens everything up for Devonta Smith, and that's exactly, I think, the game plan. It should be the game plan. So, yeah, give me some Hollywood Brown. I'm down with Hollywood Brown. Yeah, and Goddard's a pretty solid option pass uh, catching as well. So one more prop here, more receiving yards. Vegas taking on the Chiefs. 
Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey. And it's going to be Kelsey all the way here for me, simply because this Chiefs passing game really goes through Kelsey. Uh, he's the one guy that you know Mahomes is going to be looking for and targeting. And although Adams is also heavily targeted, the Raiders do get the ball to Waller, to Renfro, and now Hollins as well. I think there's a lot more spread out in that Raiders offense, whereas with Kelsey, probably going to lead this game in targets. So I'll take him. Slam dunk here. Slam dunk here, Lou, uh, for me, definitely. It's Kelsey. I mean, for a lot of the same reasons you just provided our listeners there. But also, I heard an interview with Kelsey. I mean, he gets up for these divisional games. Uh, he gets really motivated. Uh, this is probably his favorite team to play. He said that in the interview. Uh, all those things add up to a huge game for Kelsey and, and a focal point with Pat Mahomes continuing to pepper him with targets, and, and he's going to make big plays. And, again, Adams uh, is a big play receiver. But having said that, I think we've seen some teams be able to shut down Adams uh, early this season so far, and I think the Chiefs are going to look at that blueprint. Yeah, and that's why you see Renfro, Waller, and Holland getting so involved. Absolutely. I'm with you there. This is Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers, Ron McLeese. We'll be back talking game previews and bets for Week 5 in the NFL. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Welcome back to Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers with co-host Ron McLeese, we're giving you some bets for week five in the NFL, so chew on this, folks. We got the Bengals at the Ravens. Ravens, three-point home favorites. And looking at this, the Bengals coming on strong after a sluggish start to the season. Yes, Lamar Jackson playing at an elite level, possibly the early favorite for MVP. But the Ravens' defense has been really bad, Ron. They allow the most passing yards per game in the NFL right now. Bengals, of course, one of the best passing attacks in the NFL with Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, even some Hayden Hurst. Bengals defense also done a great job against the run this season, which, of course, the biggest strength of the Ravens offense. So I look at this. I think the Bengals win this game outright based on the matchups I just kind of highlighted here. So getting them at plus three feels like a good bet. And you look at the two losses the Bengals have had this year, Ron, both by three points on game-winning field goals. So even if it happens again, the worst case we're pushing yeah they definitely in those uh losing matchups they they were they were close matchups and they probably should have won those having said that uh yeah they probably could be four no very easily very easily and, and that's a shame you know that uh, you can't make those big game-winning field goals uh, in crunch time having said that uh as far as this goes, I mean, these two teams know each other well. I mean, it's a rivalry that's uh, been going on for quite some time, and, and again, it's heated. Uh, maybe not as much maybe as the Steelers and the Bengals, but uh, it's almost to that level. I mean, we've seen a lot of uh, good this year from Lamar Jackson, but I do feel like there's you kind of do for one of those cluckers-type games, and I think the Bengals' defense can definitely step up. We've, we've seen them go on the run they went on last year. I mean, that defense hasn't changed that much. Um, it's just the offense. They got a great secondary. It's very underrated still. Oh, most definitely. I mean, that, that secondary is really deep. And with the, even some of the draft picks they made this year, I mean, they're super deep. Baltimore, having speaking of secondary, Lou, I think that's the, one of the main reasons why I think you're right. I think the Bengals can win this game because that Baltimore's Ravens secondary has been downright uh, terrible. Um, Putrid. Yeah. I, I get the addition. I get the addition of Marcus Williams because he's a big play guy, but he also has been getting beat a lot too. At the same time, uh, teams are going to attack him. And, and having said that, they're just not making the big plays. Uh, uh, they're getting, you know, burned more often than not. So again, J- Ron, Joe the Burrow, Ravens don't have the personnel to uh, account for all the weapons on the Bengals' offense. You mean Jason Pierre-Paul doesn't? Uh, inspire confidence for you as a pass rusher to put some pressure on on Joe Burrow this week? I mean, anyone could get pressure on Joe Burrow with that offensive line (laughs) the Bengals have. But the pass catchers, I mean, I don't think the Ravens uh, are going to be able... I mean, I don't know if they can defend any of them, let alone all three. No, I'm definitely with you there, Lou. 
All right, how about the Lions and the Patriots? Totals at 45.5. I know the Patriots on their third-string quarterback, but even in that situation last week, they went on the road to Green Bay against a good defense, scored 24 points. Now they get the Lions defense, who was worst-ranked in the NFL, allowing over 35 points per game, 30th against both the run and the pass. Also taking into consideration the Lions playing very high-scoring games because besides giving up the most points in the NFL, they've also scored the most points in the NFL. Lowest total in a game the Lions have played in so far this year, Ron, 52. And they also have a total that was in the 90s. This is not the Patriots' defense of old. They are allowing nearly 25 points per game themselves. This sets up for a very high-scoring affair this weekend with a really good offense on the Lions' side and a terrible defense on the Lions' side. And the Patriots team that has enough weapons offensively, even in just the running game, to put up 25 to 30 points. Uh, 45.5 seems way too low for me. It is. It seems way too low, Lou, but then you think about, okay, no Mac Jones. The Hoyer experience wasn't that good. Now we're depending on a rookie quarterback um, from where? Western Kentucky, I believe. So if that's the case, I mean, even with Brian Hoyer, again, I think we've seen the Lions involved in, in some matchups where they put up a lot of points and they rolled over some defenses, but also at the same time that may, might be a little more game script uh, dependent there. And I think that that's my problem with going with the over here is because I feel pretty strongly that the Lions aren't going to have to do much in this matchup, especially if the Patriots are fielding a rookie quarterback out there and a lack of weapons there for me. Have you seen that Lions defense though, Ron? I mean, you and I, you and I could get together with a, with a bunch of our high school buddies and probably put up 30 points against the Lions right now. My only point is you're going to have to make that rookie quarterback beat you through the air. So they're going to get loaded boxes in against, you know, Danny Harrison and Ramondre Stevenson are going to have to beat loaded boxes and make, you know, make some plays. Yeah, they they are. They are. But you know what? Patriots, again, Patriots took the Packers to overtime in Green Bay last week with this quarterback. Um, It's 24 points on the board. Certainly very doable. Again, if they could do it in Green Bay, they could do it at home against the Lions. And real real quick, Lou, to my point, too, the Patriots defense has also been playing a pretty, pretty high level despite the struggles they had last week, uh, you know, to move the football. But that Patriots defense is good for a couple big plays, and I think they can kind of keep, you know, you know, they can keep the score somewhat down in, in this matchup. That That's my take on it. We'll see who's right, who's wrong. <laughs> yeah, they definitely could, but I am believing in this Lions offense. I've definitely been impressed with them so far. Los Angeles Chargers, Cleveland Browns. And the Browns really screwed me last week, man. I mean, I thought they were going to take out the Falcons, no problem. And you know what it is? They lack that it factor. They have an elite running game, but with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, Ron, they just don't seem to have what it takes to pull out wins late. Lost the game last week, as I mentioned, to the Falcons. They should have won it handily. And I kind of questioned their ability this week to beat a very good L.A. Chargers team. Browns only favored because they're at home. Otherwise, Chargers would be the clear favorites. And the Chargers do a decent job of stopping the run, which is something they're going to have to do against the Browns. Um, 
And you look at this Chargers' number one ranked passing attack. It's probably going to be too much for the Browns to handle. You look at the Browns overall. The stats lie a little bit, though. They rank in the top 10 in yards per game against the pass. But look who they faced at quarterback. Baker Mayfield, Joe Flacco, Mitch Trubisky, and Marcus Mariota. All four of those guys should be backups. Now they face the best or one of the best around in Justin Herbert. It's going to be a long afternoon for the Cleveland Browns. I think the Chargers win this game easily. So them at uh, minus two and a half as it currently stands, I'll take it all day. I mean, this line would kind of make sense, Lou, if it was week 11 and these two teams were playing each other in, in right off Lake Erie and there's a lot of snow and that would affect the passing game, not to mention Deshaun Watson would be their quarterback, not Jacoby Brissett. So, I mean, yeah, I, I cannot see in my mind. I, I just don't see how the Browns could be favored in this matchup with a Chargers team that, like you said, just rolls up points. Uh, as a, and again, the secondary of the Browns has been a questionable unit to begin with and some injuries they dealt with. So I think that's an area where they're going to Justin Herbert's going to attack early and often. Having uh, Keenan Allen would be nice for him, but even without Keenan Allen, I don't think there's going to be he's going to have an issue moving the football. And it, to me, yeah, this does, this one doesn't make any sense at all. I think that this is a game where the Chargers can win by ten points or more. Yeah, I mean, the if, the, if the Chargers, the line was minus five and a half or six for the Chargers, I'd still feel pretty strongly towards them. So the fact that it's only it's under three, I mean, feels like a no brainer. Yeah, slam dunk. Uh, again, this seems like easy money, Lou. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. San Francisco 49ers at Carolina Panthers. Niners favored by six and a half points. And look at this Panthers team. Worst offense in the NFL in terms of yards per game. 49ers second best defense in the NFL in terms of yards per game. Uh, they're also first in points allowed per game. Just 11 and a half points allowed game this season for the 49ers very impressive i think they win this game by a large margin this week and in the games they have won this year they've done exactly that win by large margins the first game they won 20 point victory last week 15 point victory 49ers defense honestly may outscore the panthers this week on their own offense could put up 20 or so points leading me to believe we probably see a complete blowout here, something like a 27-6 to game in favor of San Fran. Baker Mayfield is going to be running for his life. He makes terrible decisions and throws when he's under pressure. That's going to lead to a lot of turnovers and a San Francisco victory. Well, I may have been the first to doubt this 49ers team, you know, after the Trey Lance injury with Jimmy G leading, leading the charge here. But, uh, yeah, I think after – after watching that performance on Monday Night Football in primetime, I think I'm starting to come over to the other side with the 49ers defense. Uh, amazing. It's just uh, stupendous uh, as it's been so far this season. And, again, the, the offense doesn't really have to do that much when that defense is playing to, at the level that they're playing. And I think that's exactly what Jimmy G is. He plays into. It uh, doesn't have to, to force the ball and do too much and then – Jeffrey Wilson has been great so far and as far as a fill-in uh, after the Elijah Mitchell injury. Unfortunate for them, but again, this is a team with a, a running back, probably uh, the best running back that's a wide receiver in the NFL with Debo Samuel. That that guy can just do make plays, and, and after, the, after the catch, I mean, is there anybody better after the catch than Debo Samuel? I mean, this guy is amazing. I think, again, this is a matchup that he's going to easily roll up some points. Uh, on the ground and through the air. So, yeah, I'm 49ers all the way. I think this is, again, 
if you look at uh, what Baker has done since week one, his numbers have gone down each and every week. And I expect that trend to kind of continue with this one being the, the toughest matchup on paper defensively that he's had uh, so far this season. Oh, it's not even close. By far the toughest. And 49ers defense going to eat him and this Panthers offense alive. Love the San Francisco 49ers this week. This is Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers, Ron McLeeson. We got some NFL DFS daily fantasy sports for week five coming your way. Stay tuned after this commercial break. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. Stylish office decor to turn my finished basement into a complete workspace solution. Staples has you covered. A desk that's all business, but not too businessy. Staples has you covered. And now at Staples, take up to 50% off select chairs and up to 75% off select desks. Plus, with 25% off Staples furniture support, we'll assemble your new furniture and guarantee it against wear and defects. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples. Ends 9-3 in-store only. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. You know what a booster shot can be like? Charging a cell phone. Just like a cell phone charger helps restore your battery, a booster is given after a primary series vaccination to enhance or restore protection against COVID-19, which wanes over time. Boosters are recommended for people five years and older. Schedule a booster appointment as soon as eligible. You can even make the appointment on your phone, as long as it's charged. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
Welcome back to Sports Overnight America. I'm Lou Landers with co-host Ron McLeese talking NFL Daily Fantasy Sports for Week 5. We're using DraftKings pricing and scoring. Of course, there's people that play on Yahoo and FanDuel and all the other fantastic sites out there. But let's look at the quarterbacks here, Ron. Josh Allen is priced 8200 this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it really doesn't get much better than Josh Allen on a week-to-week basis. Worst performance of the year was 24.5 points, which is still 3x his price. Top performance been 33.5 points. If you're looking at a single entry or double up type of contest, it's always important to have a player like Allen kind of part of your core plays because of the high floor, but also... He has potential for big-time points as well, which does make him a GPP option. The matchup versus the Steelers pretty solid. Their defense isn't doing much without TJ Watt. They rank 21st in the NFL versus the quarterback. And again, Josh Allen seemingly putting up big-time points every week. I mean, there aren't too many guarantees in life and or football for that matter, Lou, but there's one guarantee most every Sunday, and that's that Josh Allen is going to put up points and also help you here and there with his legs, which he, he's very more than capable of doing in this matchup. So, again, this is one where I, I like it a lot. I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of the updates with Gabriel Davis. He looks like he's feeling a lot better this week, second week back from the injury. I think that's he's going to be a focal point. And then I like what I saw last week with Dar- uh, Dawson Knox being involved, and I feel like that's kind of what uh, he was. He was a red zone you know, go-to target for Josh Allen last year. I think with those nine touchdowns he caught, I think this is a great matchup for him defensively uh, to to have that big week that he has yet to have yet this season. And again, Josh Allen, 8,200. Yeah, he's the cream of the crop, but he's he's that guy for a reason. And to your point, um, he's going to put up, he's always capable of putting up the most points at the position, which has been a position this year where we've kind of struggled to see. There's been the high point, three or four quarterbacks, you know, that put up those high points, it seems like, and everybody else is kind of way below that. Yeah, that's one of the best things about Josh Allen, for sure. Another quarterback here I want to take a look at, really just one guy that stands out to me here is Tom Brady. Price is $6,000 taking on the Falcons. Brady coming off by far the best game of his season last week. Going to look to build upon that in week five against a bad Falcons defense that ranks 23rd versus the quarterback. And it's really, Ron, no coincidence that Brady had his best game of the year the same week that he had both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both active and playing. Getting Julio Jones back in the mix, of course, gives him another solid option. Bucks should dominate this game. Falcons 25th in the league in passing yards allowed, 27th in points allowed. Uh, loving Tom Brady at just 6,000 this week. A 300-plus passing game, three touchdowns or more is coming. I like Tom Brady. I just don't know that I totally love him just because of kind of the limited practices this week, Lou, and the fact that uh, not knowing, I guess, the uncertainty at the wide receiver position for the whoever is active in that wide receiver room and how healthy are they when they're out there, like a guy like Julio Jones. Um, I would say this. I mean, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady and the history versus his history versus the Atlanta Falcons has been out of this world. So I think if you look at that alone, I think he is a great recommendation. Um, again, if you want to maybe cheaper pivot, I think Teddy Bridgewater, 5,400. Um, against the Jets, probably not a bad option there to kind of throw out there to our listeners. But um, again, more risk there, I guess, than maybe with Brady if he has healthy 
wide receiver options this week um, to work with. Yeah, and a large tournament, uh, Bridgewater or his counterpart, Zach Wilson, are both interesting cheap options in a game that could be a lot more high-scoring that people expect. Over to the running backs, I want to highlight guys playing each other, the Texans and the Jags game with James Robinson and Damian Pierce. Robinson 6,300, Pierce is 6,200. And with Robinson, the matchup is just unbelievable. Playing running backs against the Texans has paid dividends all season long. Um, Texans allowing 172 rushing yards per game, over 410 total yards per game. Robinson is seeing a ton of work, potential to score multiple touchdowns. And then with Pierce, 20-plus touches overall in each of the past two weeks, putting up great fantasy production with those opportunities, 18.1 DraftKings points in Week 3, 28.9 DraftKings points in Week 4. Jags, not very good against the run, uh, 27th in the league against running backs. And actually, I should say they are actually good against the run in terms of overall um, yards allowed, but they're allowing running backs to find the end zone and make receptions. And Pierce has been able to find the end zone each of the past two weeks. So 27th in the league against running backs does open things up for Pierce. I would be totally cool with putting all my eggs into that one game at running back, going with a Robinson-Pierce combo. I love the call, Lou, here. I think that's a, a very smart call. Bold call, but having said that, I mean, the defense is, uh, you know, as, as you laid it out there to the listeners, that's a big reason. I think Damian Pierce is probably one of the hottest running backs right now in the NFL, coming off of his biggest game as a pro. Uh, there's a lot of talk about him early on for a good reason. This is a guy that I think, again, has a prime matchup here in at 6,200. I think he continues to build on what what he's done, you know, in the, in the last couple of weeks, which is uh, prove that he, he's a viable option, dual threat running back. James Robinson, we know that's exactly what his mo is. Uh, he's going to catch a lot of balls for you. Great option against the Texans defense. That's again, there's nobody, there's no quarterback in the middle of that defense for the Houston Texans currently, and I think that's one main reason you don't have that middle linebacker that just is going to be the guy to take down opposing running back and be in fill those holes and they just have not found that guy and I think again James Robinson a great matchup bounce back week for him last from last week only scoring I think 2.9 uh, drafting points was was a buzz kill but uh, this week he'll return back to that 20 point uh, kind of average where he's been yeah, he will. Everyone does against the Texans, and I'm feeling pretty confident that he can too. How about Jeff Wilson? 5,500 against the Panthers this week. Panthers, middle of the pack against the running backs this year, but they're allowing 134 yards per game on the ground, which ranks them 25th in rushing yards per game. So um, they're giving up a lot to run. They're just not giving up the touchdowns. But you look at Jeff Wilson, been so steady since the start of week two when he took over the lead back role for the 49ers, put up at least 12 points per game in each of those three games, gives you kind of that really nice floor as a cheap RB2 or flex play, seen as many as 18 carries twice in the three starts he made, so the volume is there, and we already kind of highlighted this earlier on tonight, that the 49ers are going to be winning this game, and possibly by a lot. You're going to see a lot of Jeff Wilson and lots of opportunity for him to rack up yards and even find the end zone and kind of hurt that uh, Panthers ranking versus the running back position moving forward. 
Yeah, I don't think there's any way that they don't give him at least 20 catches. Uh, and if he gets those, then, yeah, the number is going to be there between 85 and 100 yards rushing on the ground. I think he can bust a big one against this defense. And, again, being involved in the passing game, he wasn't last week, but we know that he's completely capable of that. So I think that's something else, too, that he gets as, as an added bonus um, at that price point. I do like him on DraftKings and, again, 5,500, that, that seems like to me an easy play, a smart play again, and where the game strip's going to allow for him to probably in the second half just kind of milk clock. And, and, again, Jimmy G does what he does best and just hand that football off. Yeah, Jimmy G's really good at that. <laughs> um, the Wigland Patriots running backs are interesting to me this week. Harris and Stevenson. Harris at 5,600, Stevenson at 5,500. And I don't think I can suggest using them both in the same lineup. Could work, but it's putting too many eggs in one basket. Using one or the other could be a key advantage for you this week, though. Lions defense, terrible in every aspect. They allow the most points per game in the league. They allow the most yards per game in the league, over 165 rushing yards per game. Patriots, using a third-string quarterback, they're going to want to run the football a lot. And I guarantee you they have multiple rushing touchdowns this week. The only problem with that is it could be the same player getting all those scores. Either way, I'm intrigued by both players this week and probably going to have a lineup with Harris and a lineup with Stevenson to make sure that at least one of those lineups succeeds because one of these guys, if not both, are going to have big games. As you put it best earlier, Lou, uh, volume is, is definitely king here. And I think with, with these running backs, that's exactly what they're going to have, a heavy dosage of of running. And, and again, the, the checkdowns, having a third-string rookie quarterback under center, I can't, uh, you know, can't get over that. This is where we're at. But a lot of checkdowns, that, that's going to be his his best friend. And, and that that person is Ramondre Stevenson. That's He is the new James White. Uh, it's official here uh, for the New England Patriots. So, but Damien Harrison, uh, different type of running back. Obviously, we know he's more of that uh, between-the-tackles type. Having said that, they're both hard-nosed running backs that are going to put up points if they're given that volume. And also, you know, again, involved in that passing game, that, that gives Stevenson a little bit more edge. I actually like Stevenson more than I do Harris. I think Stevenson has the better floor. Uh, the better floor for Stevenson, but I feel like Harris is the guy that could get two or three touchdowns. If he gets those touchdowns, then yeah. You're banking on the touchdowns basically going Harris, whereas, to your point, yeah, I think Stevenson just a little bit safer floor. But, you know, that ceiling uh, won't be too bad either if he does get uh, anywhere from five to six receptions. No, that's why, honestly, it's not even the craziest thing if you want to really differentiate yourself going with both of them because together you might get a hundred and, you know, 50, 60 yards, um, like five catches and two or three touchdowns between the two of them. And that's going to be very good from your running back duo. So it's not even that insane. It's just I I, I have a hard time being able to do it because I'm worried that one of them gets most of the uh, the touchdowns and most of the work who kind of feeding the hot hand. But some wide receivers here, Ron. Stephon Diggs obviously seems like a pretty good choice with Josh Allen, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, both kind of seem like good options with Tom Brady. But I want to look at some guys in the 5,000s. First is Chris Olave at 5,700. Seen 33 targets in the past three weeks, constantly putting up those double-digit points for you, taking on the Seahawks, 
who allow 276 passing yards per game that ranks them 29th out of 32 in the NFL. Sets nicely up for Olave, who's obviously getting that wide receiver one volume with all those targets he's seen. You can use him as a wide receiver three or flex play, double-digit points, 20-plus upside. And if you can find the end up for a second time this season, you're going to be really happy. Another guy, though, Corey Davis, 5,100. I wrote him up in my Fab Report article on um, drroto.com. And basically, I'll just repeat what I wrote. Uh, Zach Wilson's favorite target a year ago. He was... Featured pretty often in Wilson's first start of the season in week four, three of the four games this season. Davis has scored 13 or more points on DraftKings, facing a Dolphins team that ranks 28th in the league against wide receivers. $5,100. Lost to like from Corey Davis, lost to like from Chris Olave. Oh, definitely. These are both, well, one's definitely, I think, a little higher tier with Olave just because of the big play capability, which you brought up as far as scoring. And I think this is a week that you're going to see a lot of a score. The only question may be who's going to be throwing them the football that we're not sure about, but with Corey Davis, yeah, I'm totally on board. This is a guy again, been very consistent outside of that week three performance, which was against the Cincinnati Bengals, which as we spoke earlier tonight on the show, secondary, very tough. Uh, They took They managed to take Corey Davis out of that game. But outside of that, yeah, you're looking at a guy, 14 points or more in those other three matchups on, on DraftKings. Yeah, I, I like both these guys. I really think you can use one as a wide receiver three, one as flex, or if you're making multiple lineups, use one each one as a wide receiver three. That's what I have in some of my lineups. You can come to the members-only Discord channel at drroto.com to get my lineups and everybody else's. But this is Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers, Ron McLeese, and after the break... NFL Week 5 Survivor Picks. Hopefully you're still alive in your Survivor Pools. We'll be back right after these messages. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. 
But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131. 800-824-5131. That's 800-824-5131. We are back here on Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers with Ron McLeese talking NFL Week 5 Survivor Picks. Ron, I have two picks here. My main one is the Jaguars over the Texans, but I will give out the Bills over the Steelers as well. And here's my reasoning. Texans, they've been actually competitive in their games this year, but they also might not win a game all year. The Jags, on the other hand, good offensively, been playmaking defense. I feel very good about them at home this week against a very beatable Texans team. Something safer is that Bills game I mentioned versus the rookie Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, but do you have the Bills still available to you? Because it's one of the best teams in the NFL. You might have already used them, but they're certainly my favorite choice this week if they're available. Oh, they're definitely a great choice, an elite choice there um, in a matchup where they should roll over the Steelers. Uh, I'm actually going to play it safe, too, and I'm going to go with the Packers. Again, I know this is one of those matchups that... London, uh, though? Doesn't London pond. scare you yes. a little bit? Uh, you know... Not so much. I just think this is a matchup where uh, Aaron Rodgers does Aaron Rodgers types of things, knowing that, uh, again, this is everybody's watching, and especially in London, this is going to be a big deal. So I think he's going to get hyped up to, to travel over there across the pond and, and make this um, start. And again, this team's still kind of finding its identity with all these new kind of fresh faces at the wide receiver position, and he's coaching those guys up. But we know that uh, the Packers are definitely a team that are going to put points up. And I think that's my concern with the Giants. I, I just don't know how much are they going to be able to keep up. But might be a little risky with my pick there. Um, well, the Packers are by far a better team. The only risk is really the London part of it. But I totally feel you on I also think the 49ers over the Panthers, which we highlighted earlier tonight, is a pretty good pick. Most definitely, yeah. Kind of prove who they are. You know, four weeks in the season, going heading into week five here. I think this is another game where they make a big statement. Uh, yeah, good enough offense, 
elite defense. Thanks to Sports Byline USA, Armed Forces Network, and all our other listeners nationwide. Don't go anywhere. Keep it right here. Stay tuned. More Sports Overnight America coming your way after this. 